sharing. The subject of biometrics has been gripping me these past few months. Exploring further in 2009, India created an agency within the federal government responsible for issuing IDs to every citizen. The effort known as ADAR promised to build a new digital infrastructure that would make it easier for people with no driver's license or birth certificate to claim entitlements. In addition, the system was designed to reduce fraud, corruption and the elimination of costs associated with procuring private services ranging from bank accounts to mobile phones. With advances in technology, ADAR excelled where previous attempts by India to provide national IDs had failed. It uses biometric scans, all 10 fingers and two irises, to ensure that no citizen registered for more than one ID number. This data allows government as well as private corporations to easily verify people's identity. ADAR's first enrolment was in 2010. Now there's around 1.25 billion people with ADAR numbers. I note by early 2020, a decade since inception, over 90% of India's population have ADAR cards. Supporters seemingly remain unconcerned about the privacy implications, as well as the wisdom of a system that centralises so much power in the hands of government. On the other hand, vocal critics are disturbed a central database could be hacked by criminals, not to mention worries of potential government surveillance and the potential or possibility of gaining unfair political and manoeuvring or advantage by the party in power. As is the case throughout the world, technology leads, privacy laws, governance and ethics tend to lag. To cut a long story short, in August 2017, the Supreme Court of India ruled the right to privacy is protected as an intrinsic part of right to life and personal liberty under the Constitution. But wait for it. Government lawyers argued during the case that citizens did not have absolute rights over their bodies, allowing the government to force citizens to give their biometrics. Brought on by the pandemic, I worry about fear and freedom. Some countries have decided to live with the fear of the virus, though I sense their long-held views are gradually changing, instead of living with the virus itself. There's talk of vaccination verification cards, immunology testing and vaccine passports. Biometric or e-passports have been with us since 1998, though with technology advances I see change afoot, including all that ADAR delivers. In addition, DNA sequencing and genetic markers embedded in passports. That could certainly be assessed by governments throughout the world and in time private enterprise. As part of my biometric research, talking of tracking, from 2023 as you know, brands will no longer be able to use third party cookies to track consumers online. So it will become harder to deliver personalised ads and to manage campaign reach and frequency. To my earlier discussion, an ever-growing patchwork of global, national and regional data privacy regulation is giving consumers greater control over their identity. Brands with access to authenticated first-party data are best placed to thrive 
in a post-cookie ecosystem. Brands can benefit from data partnerships with publishers which have access to authenticated audience data. Looking forward thoughtfully, landing this topic in the here and now, attached is an insightful piece on the future of identity. It's within the written paper. Whilst you absorb the paper, I encourage you to keep in mind the open-ended questions the authors put to us at the end for your consideration. The questions are, what happens if an advertiser can't collect enough first-party data to maintain an acceptable level of marketing effectiveness? Two, how can brands prevent themselves from becoming overly dependent on data-rich digital platforms like Amazon, Facebook, and Google? Three, what can marketers do to combat customer identity fragmentation? And finally, four, and what happens in the event of a data doomsday when customer data pipes run dry because of changes to regulation? A wise man once said, those who are going to be in business tomorrow are those who understand that the future, as always, belongs to the brave. Bye for now and have a great day.